Hi there, this is Catherine. Thanks you for listening to my SEO Tips micro podcast. So before we get into today's SEO tip, I just wanted to share with you the ways you can support the podcast if you're enjoying all the tips and finding them useful. So you can send me a donation at buymeacoffee.com slash Catherine W. Ong, O-N-G. And that's Catherine with a K. Any and all levels of donation are appreciated. It will help me offset the cost of producing the podcast. So that's buymeacoffee.com slash K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E-W-O-N-G. I'd also encourage you to subscribe to our email list to make sure you're not missing any future episodes or any other news about the SEO Tips podcast. And to do that, you'd go to wostrategies.com slash newsletter. Okay, on with today's tip. All right, let's talk about the power of content pruning. Hello, and thanks for listening to SEO Tips today. So let's talk through when you might want to think about removing pages from your website and how to get started figuring out which pages you should remove. But first, let's talk about when you might need a content audit and pruning project. If you're managing a larger site, 10,000 pages or more, then you're going to want to control where your crawl budget is being used. And if you notice in your log files that bots are spending more time than you'd like on low quality URLs, a content audit and pruning project might make a lot of sense for you. So what does Google say about content pruning as an SEO tactic? John Mueller has said in both that both improving content and pruning content are valid SEO strategies. And in a question that a webmaster posted in Google's webmaster help forums, Google's Ashish responded to that webmaster who had seen a drop in traffic that they needed to do a few things. One, improve overall content quality. Two, cut down on the number of pages with similar content. And three, cut down on the other domains with similar content. So ultimately, I think this is a tactic that Google does not frown on. Um, and what kind of impact could you see from a content audit and pruning project in relation to organic traffic? Because it, it's a decent amount of work to sort of figure out all of the content on your site and qualify um, whether or not the content's high quality or low quality. Well, there's a couple case studies that I've compiled. So QuickBooks nearly doubled traffic by deleting half its content. Home Science Tools website uh, saw a 64% increase in um, revenue after they proved their blog content. And HubSpot removed 3,000 of its blog posts. And that resulted in their content being indexed faster and getting traffic from Google in under an hour where it was longer before. So if you've decided that a content audit project is for you, here's how you get started. So you need to identify all of your low performing pages, images, videos, and PDFs by crawling your site. And then you can also pull this data that we're going to list out, that I'm going to list out from your CMS, Google Analytics, Google and Bing Search Council accounts, your search tool, your backlink data. But ultimately, you're going to want to collect data on the organic traffic to all of your pages over the last year, the number of new users to each page over the last year, the ranking position for the previous month, and the bounce rate as best as possible for the assigned target query. Engagement on the page over the past month, backlinks and domains linking to each asset, internal links to each asset, your crux score, the page speed score, um, conversion rate for each asset, social media performance, uh, whether or not it has outdated information. And then I'd recommend that you add some internal feedback from your team outside of SEO on the business values of pages, like whether or not it's required for sales leads or regulatory reasons. Um, and ultimately, HubSpot has a great guide, which I've linked to on my site, about how to export and manage all of this data in Excel. 
But once you've pulled this together, it really helps to outline for each URL or asset um, what the purpose of the page is. And note that comes from Google's Human Reader guidelines, the target audience for each asset, and search queries that the page or asset should be ranking for. So once you've analyzed all that data and you've got a sense of which pages are not worthy to be keeping, then you need to decide what you're going to do with each page. And your options are the following. You can leave it as is, possibly build better internal links to it. See if you can rework it to more fully fill out any content gaps you might have in your buyer's journey. Merge it with another page. You could add it to an FAQ page. You could, in general, just conduct a quality review and decide to improve it as is. If it's a PDF, you can canonalize it to the same content that you might have on a landing page by adding a canonical tag in the header. Uh, you could redirect it, but only if you have an appropriate page that talks about pretty much the same thing. Otherwise, Google will consider that redirect a 403. And then ultimately, if there's absolutely no value, you could delete it with a 410 permanently removed. So let's talk about the tools you might need for this project. Outside of the obvious crawl tools and the other ones I've mentioned, there's a few content audit tools on the market worth looking at if you're going to execute your first content audit. And the first one, surprisingly, since I had a subscription to this and I didn't even realize it was inside the tool, was SEMrush. Um, you can pull through or it will provide a report of all the low performing pages that have an old content update date along with recent Google, so a month's worth of Google Search Console and GA performance and social shares. And that report is exportable into Excel. So it goes ahead and does the work for you, tells you which ones are low value, though you might want to supplement it with additional data for each URL. The second is a tool called Blaze Content, which offers an all-in-one content audit and inventory solution. And it has monthly um, subscription fee, but unlimited URLs to crawl for each pricing level, which I thought was pretty impressive. Um, and the third is that Coding for Losers website has a Google Sheet template that could also be um, helpful. That's free. Um, so that's your tip for today. If you work on a larger site, you might want to consider a content audit and pruning exercise. Thanks for listening. Come back tomorrow for another SEO tip.